Smitty. Smitty, Jordan Love's not any good, Smitty. Smitty, Jordan Love's not any good, and how do you expect him to throw to Christian Watson? I don't understand, Smitty, how you like Jordan Love, how you like Tank Dell, why you think Joe Burrow's going to be healthy, and why do you think Devontae Adams isn't going to have a good season because of the hospital balls Jimmy Garoppolo's tossing up to him that could get him injured? The Fantasy Football Show begins right now, pals. File on in. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. Well, here we are again, ladies and gentlemen, and, and we've got... A lot of news to go over. We've got some Jordan Love, Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson, Luke Musgrave conversation to be had. You know, sometimes sometimes I get tired of, 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 of some of the players that we like so much doing so well so early on. I, I think uh, Travis said this earlier, and, and it is true to some degree. We want to see our guys do well right away versus not do well. But it does burn you a little bit when you start seeing people right before your your August draft. Not best ball. We took advantage of all this stuff in best ball all offseason long. But Jordan Love and, and, and promo code Smitty. We're drafting tonight. Promo code Smitty. I'll drop the link in the live chat right now. If you want to draft with us tonight, click that link right now. I just dropped it in the live chat. But Romeo Dobbs catching a touchdown pass. Christian Watson all over the field looking absolutely phenomenal. Christian Watson's running crispy routes catching the football, looking the ball in, just looking precise and clean when he's running his routes. Jordan Love looking fantastic so far in the preseason game, and his play is over anyway. So uh, the, the ballers are out, are now off the field. Now, granted, the, the Bengals weren't necessarily running their, their top guys out there, but it was great to see Jordan Love go out there and be 10 of 7. Uh, I'm sorry, 7 of 10. Let me put a little indicator here on screen for you guys. Jordan Love went 7 of 10, 46 yards and a touchdown pass. That touchdown pass was to Romeo Dobbs, who had two receptions on two targets. But don't don't sit there and think that uh, Christian Watson, um, who, why is he, why are his stats not on here? What is going on with uh, with ESPN's, I don't know what's going on with that. We'll have to, we'll have to pull up and see what's going on. But th- this, uh, this, this guy, Romeo Dobbs, looking very, very smooth. This guy, Jordan Love, looking absolutely spectacular. And I couldn't be more pleased with the way Jordan Love and the Green Bay offense looked considering everything that, that, that everybody would be worried about. You know what I'm saying? Everybody worrying about not knowing what, the, what to expect. Can they move the football down the field? Life without Aaron Rodgers. What's going to happen with Christian Watson's development? Because Aaron Rodgers is the one who fast-tracked him. With Aaron Rodgers gone, can, can Christian Watson pick up where he left off? All of those things running through people's minds, and, and the concerns are legitimate. I understand where people are coming from, but at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, at the end of the day, um, this guy, Jordan Love, is going to be, in my opinion, a really, 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 really good player. And I think a lot of people that are going to continue to have doubts about him, even off of this just because it's the preseason, and I'm trying to pull up some stats here, are going to be extremely disappointed in, in themselves. Um, 
Christian Watson had two catches for six yards and three targets. Now, I know that's not a big stat line. Let me put that on screen here. I know that's not a big stat line, but there was a, a potential big play that was broken up. Um, and just the fact that these two were connecting the way they were and he had the three targets was absolutely fantastic. Let me see if I can drag this over on my screen here. And that way I can put this on here because it wasn't fair. It's not fair to have all the stats on here, but not Christian Watson's stats. Uh, Christian Watson looks phenomenal. Looks phenomenal. Like I said, Dobbs looks phenomenal. Very, very excited about this entire situation. 2023, Jordan Love, Green Bay Packers, out to make a splash. Uh, here's the stat line for Christian Watson on screen there for you. Uh, so two for six, but he had the three targets. But he just looked smooth. He looked crisp. He was running good routes. Had a big play broken up. Could have been a lot of yardage right there. Could have been a touchdown. You know, this is th th this offense was moving. It was matriculating the football down the field. And even though it's a preseason game, I saw what I needed to see, at least initially, to confirm what I saw in the half of football that Jordan Love played in, in 2022, on top of everything we're seeing in practice, in scrimmage, on the field, and hearing from the players. So you could say to yourself, Smitty, this is preseason, it's one game, and the Bengals aren't even playing their best people. Like, you can look at it from a very narrow perspective, or you could say to yourself, okay, are all the pieces lining up? Because when all the pieces and puzzle pieces are on the board and you say, okay, Jair Alexander says he's the best quarterback in the National Football League, we know that's a joke. We know that that's not real. You can't say that. You can't say that. We know Jordan Love is not even a top five quarterback. But when Alexander says that about him, you got to take away the positive in that Alexander believes in Jordan Love. This defense believes in Jordan Love. This team rallies around Jordan Love. They play with him in front of interviews and cameras and things like that, putting him in a headlock. They love this guy. They love this guy. They they believe in this guy and Jordan Love's going to lead them. When you put together all the different pieces, you hear from the wide receivers that he looks phenomenal. You hear from the wide receivers they don't see a difference between Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers. And we know that that's not necessarily the truth. But at the end of the day, Jordan Love needed to move on. Aaron Rodgers needed to move on. They both needed to, to, to move into their roles. And there's no reason Jordan Love can't have as good a season as Aaron Rodgers this year. Even though I love Aaron Rodgers in New York, Jordan Love can be that good. Jordan Love can be that good, and he proved it on the field tonight, in my opinion, when you accumulate everything that there is to accumulate and not just look at one thing individually. It would be dumb. It would be dumb to sit there and go, oh, okay, Bengals, who's on the field? Joe Burrow's not out there. They're not even trying to win this game, and they're just trying to see what, you know, put some bodies on the field, and then the Packers want to see what Jordan Love has. They roll their guys out there, and the Packers, you know, score a touchdown. Oh, Smitty, you're going to take that and run with it? There's so much more involved than that when, you anal when you're uh, analyzing and, and trying to use analysis to, to be predictive about a player's increase in value or where they're going to take their career. And there's so many other parts that have been in place that when you see this, it is a stamp of approval of everything you've already felt and seen. That's what I'm trying to say. So if you come in here... And you say something along the lines of, Smitty, it's the preseason. You're not paying attention at all. You're, you're not paying attention. You're an oblivious Oscar. And you're not listening to what I'm saying. All of the pieces were already there. And I tried to tell you Jordan Love was going to be a lot better than people were trying to portray him to be. 
and paint a picture about him like he's going to be some limited injured dog out there. He looked fantastic. He looked good dropping back. He looked smooth throwing the football. He did overthrow uh, a Christian Watson on another play. He then threw another pass that got broken up to Christian Watson, threw two additional passes to Christian Watson. He did only have two catches for six yards in a very short amount of time, but Watson was all over the field, and he was targeted like crazy by this man. And Dobbs comes in, catches a touchdown. This offense is looking very, very solid. Dobbs is a great pickup. Christian Watson's going to smash. Maybe the, the stat line of two catches in six yards makes people think, oh, Christian Watson's not going to be the guy. And then they run away from him. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to look at that when it comes in. But I'm so excited about the Green Bay Packers offense. I'm so excited about what Christian Watson's about to do. I'm so excited about what I see brewing in Green Bay. And, and they're going to give that division. That division's going to be competitive. Goodness gracious. Everybody talking about how, uh, you know, that... I mean, look, they're going to be in the, the competition for the division win. I'm not saying they, they win their division, but they're going to be in the mix for it. And honestly, um, I don't know that... Uh, I, de I definitely don't... I definitely don't see them winning the division. But I don't think it's crazy to think that the Green Bay Packers at least make a push, at least make a push for a, a playoff berth, and maybe they don't get there. Maybe they fall short. Think of the Lions last year. I think the Green Bay Packers are going to be very similar to the way the Detroit Lions came out of last year, and I, I think that's the way it's going to look walking into this season. So let me put the uh, let me put the division on screen, and we'll break it down and just kind of talk about this very, very deep and competitive division that could potentially send at least two teams to the playoffs. Uh, the Chicago Bears and the Detroit Lions will be the two lead dogs in this division. I think grunting it out for a division win. I think either one of these these teams could win the division. I think the 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 Bears are that good. I think the Lions are going to be that good. And everybody, I think, does believe the Vikings during the regular season anyway. We're not talking about the, the postseason. During the regular season, could make a push for the division win. Every single one of these teams will be in the mix. This could be the biggest dogfight four-team race out of all the divisions in the NFL. The North could be that crazy. So let's put the North over here, and we'll talk about that in a second. So um, Watson and Love. Uh, what, what more can you say about these two individuals? I think B-Man and somebody else dropped a super chat. Let me throw that on the screen. B-Man dropping a super says, uh, percentage chance Dobbs will be the number one wide receiver. Love, loves Dobbs. He loves both of them though, B-Man. I, I know a lot of people say that, that he loves Dobbs or he loves, you know, Dobbs over Christian Watson. You Like he loves, Christian Watson caught his touchdown pass. His only touchdown pass he's thrown in the NFL, Christian Watson has caught it. Christian Watson was peppered with targets in this game. And Jordan Love connected with Dobbs at the end of the drive. And then that was it. So that touchdown is very, very nice. And he's certainly going to be a sleeper candidate. Like Dobbs could catch 900 to 1,000 yards and 6, 7 touchdowns this year. It wouldn't really surprise me. That is a nice sleeper grab. But Christian Watson is his favorite target. Christian Watson is the the absolute monster in terms of the measurables. He runs a 4-2-8-40. He's six foot four. He runs precise routes. I know a lot of people say things about he needs to learn how to run a route, but look, guys, looks amazing on the field. I, I he, he was learning last year. So Christian Watson, to me, is the better bet. But is there a world where Dobbs could be the number one? Sure. 
And I think, B-Man, you'll find a lot of people that want that to be the case because everybody wants to chase after the sleeper and the hidden gem top 10 wide receiver. So there will be a lot of people in the Dobbs camp, and I don't blame them at all because Dobbs is a good player. And there was a point during the preseason last year that we thought Dobbs could be the guy and that Aaron Rodgers was connecting with Dobbs. Dobbs has done this before. He was very successful in the preseason last year, and then he kind of faded away. Um, so we'll have to see. But I do like Dobbs a lot. I do I do very much think he's got potential. I, I, I just think Christian, Christian Watson's going to take another big step forward, and, and I love him this year. Hawkinson and Ayuk or Ridley and Goddard. Give me Ridley and Goddard by a country mile, X-20 by a country mile there's too much uh things that you can't predict in that niner offense so that is an easy question for me bro absolutely easy question um jordan love smitty approved jordan love smitty approved you've just been smitty approved christian watson smitty approved christian watson smitty approved you've just been smitty approved now, let's talk about Joseph Cigar Smoking Burrow real quick. We already did this on the other show. We got a whole show dedicated to it, so we're going to we're going to move quickly through this one, but we're going to say we're going to just say this. We're going to say let me move uh, Adams over there real quick. We'll get to you Adams. Joseph Cigar Smoking Burrow was seen running around the field today. There are a couple different reports on this. Uh, these reports are absolutely glory. Uh, Joe Burrow, look at the hair. Look at the hair. Look at the hair. It looks like straight from Ace Ventura. You put a cigar in this man's mouth, and that's a wrap. That's it. That's the only thing that he's running sprints on the sideline. This guy that's got his, his watch, stopwatch, can't even keep up with him. And Joe Burrow's running on the sideline looking for a cigar. Okay? And this report by Ian Rappaport says Joe Burrow is on the field running and was throwing a bit earlier. Starters are not expected to play tonight, but positive news seeing this before the rest of the team comes out to warm up. So this was earlier. Joe Burrow just getting some work in, proving he can run. This report, we didn't have video footage of, of what this report suggests, and I don't know that I want him out sprinting. I think somebody doesn't know the difference between a jog and a sprint, potentially, or maybe I'm wrong and he was sprinting earlier. Uh, but Rappaport retweeted this saying, this is good. Uh, Charlie Goldsmith uh, says Joe Burrow was throwing 50-yard deep balls downfield. Now he's running sprints sideline to sideline now if that's this right here i have the video footage of this and he's not sprinting he's jogging um so i don't know if uh char last time charlie went for a run or a jog but the uh, jog is different than a sprint but we don't want him out there sprinting <laughs> so that's it's great news all around great news all around 50 yard deep balls joe burrow out there jogging uh like a like a monster and all the people that ran away like runaway rogers and scared Scotties and concerned Caleb's and worried Williams and petrified Peters and I don't know what I want Ian's and I'm scared of the obvious uh and 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 obvious Oscars all you guys out there that just ran away from the situation when Joe Burrow was falling 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 fifth round sixth round seventh round seventh round I got DM after DM last week I got Joe Burrow in round seven, Smitty. 7.1, 7.2, 7.4. Now, the latest I got him was about 6.8. So I'm a little jealous, but I I believe it. I believe it. And, and that time is over. Get ready for him to climb back up quite a bit. Uh, that boy dropping a $10 hauler right on screen like an absolute monster. That boy says, get ready for the Joe Burrow um, gang 
uh, Joe Burrow experience boy. I appreciate you, uh, that boy, for dropping your super chat. Joe Burrow to the moon. Bengals defense just picked off the backup quarterback for the, the, the Green Bay Packers, Clifford. And I don't know if they brought they walked that into the end zone or if that was just an INT. They ran into the end zone celebrating. Let me just check this out. He drops back, throws an interception. Wasn't a wasn't the worst thrown ball. It was kind of in congestion and in traffic. And the uh, I don't know who, what tight end that was. I don't know if that was Musgrave. Musgrave. I hope it wasn't. But uh, they didn't do a good job securing that ball and defending it from the defender. Like, you got to play defense at some point if you're an offensive player and the ball gets thrown in the direction of both of you. So, I don't know. I, Clifford's not a great backup anyway. If, if let's say, either quarterback, Joe Burrow or or uh, Jordan Love, w- were kidnapped uh, or by aliens, abducted by aliens, and brought back safely, you know, after the season was over, of course, neither of these teams are going anywhere. That, that's pretty much what you could say about every team in the NFL, though. So I don't think that's a crazy statement or a worrisome statement or anything like that when you're talking about the players involved. Joe Burrow to the moon. Absolute love, Joe to Burrow. Get your pancake stacks ready. The stack above all stacks. It's time to drop the pancake emojis in the live chat. Get your pancake stacks ready. Runner boy dropping a, a super chat. Uh, have you been seeing... How far Bijan is dropping in drafts? I got him at the 2.9 in a super flex on sleeper. Love it. Now, super flex, he is in the second round. Uh, he's been dropping to about the 9, 8, 9, 10 pick in a lot of 1QB drafts, especially even best ball underdog fantasy promo code Smitty. We'll be drafting on underdog tonight, so make sure you hit that link. Uh, let me drop the link one more time in the live chat. There it is. Hit that link. I just dropped it. It's in the description of every video. We'll be dr- drafting live tonight. We'll see where... Bijan goes where Jordan Love goes, where Christian Watson goes, and where Romeo Dobbs goes in tonight's best ball drafts. We'll probably do if they're still around the $4 drafts, which are absolutely phenomenal. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow to the moon. Joe Burrow, get Joe Burrowed. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. Get burrowed. Uh, Browning's in the game right now. I saw Browning. I thought it said Burrow. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was messing with my eyes for a second. Then Joseph coming into the game. What's going on? Browning's in there. Let's see what he does. Let's see what he can do. He drops back. Number six. Throws a nice pass to number 12 who batted it in the air so that the Green Bay Packers could pick it off and take it, what, 15, 20 yards down the field. That was not on the quarterback. That was on the wide receiver. Devontae Adams injury. Um, this is not good news, ladies and gentlemen, and this is what I've been talking about over and over and over. And everybody, what's everybody say to me? Smitty, Smitty, he's Adams. Smitty, he's Adams. Smitty, stop talking about Jimmy G. He's a winner. He moves the football down the field. Jimmy throws hospital balls. Jimmy Garoppolo throws hospital balls. And I'm getting sick and tired of everybody Telling me that Jimmy Garoppolo is a winner and that Jimmy Garoppolo does nothing but win. I am sick and tired of hearing it. What is this? What is this? Warning. Warning. My system's not even working. Jimmy Garoppolo's driving me crazy. My system isn't working properly. Alert. Maximum levels reached. Prepare for transformation. Alert. Maximum levels reached. Pre- 
time for a Smitty rant. screen right now what's going on with that oh boy here's what's bothering me and it's bothering me very very much let me see if i can put this on screen i don't know if this is the report here Devontae Adams had to be helped off the field after colliding with 49ers linebacker Burks on an over-the-middle throw from Jimmy Garoppolo. Over-the-middle throw by Jimmy the hospital ball Garoppolo. This man works for the ambulance company. I'm almost sure of it. I'm almost sure that Jimmy Garoppolo gets a kickback every time he puts a player into the ambulance. And they say, Jimmy, you get an extra grand every time we get a passenger. The ambulance companies are lined up outside the stadium. And they say, Jimmy Garoppolo is playing tonight. Let's get them ambulances just lined up outside of the stadium because he's sending all of his wide receivers and his tight ends and everybody into the ambulance. Jimmy Garoppolo throws hospital balls for a living. And this is what I told all of you was going to happen. I didn't think it would happen the first, the first scrimmage, the practice against the 49ers. I didn't think Jimmy, knowing that defense and how hungry they are and how much they want to take someone's head off and how much they want to pick off Jimmy Garoppolo, I didn't think for a second that, that Jimmy would be throwing up missiles into the middle of the field. And, and you, got, you got a player like Adams trying his best to put this team on his back. And you got Adams going like this. Hold! Hold! The ball's in the air. Hold! Like Braveheart. Hold! Boom! Gets leveled. That's how Jimmy Garoppolo delivers the football to his wide receivers, to his tight end. This poor guy, Adams, has got a long season ahead of him. And like I've said over and over to every single one of you, I don't know if this is going to be every single uh, 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 week I'm talking about this. I don't, and I don't know if this is going to be something to where both of these players do what I'm about to describe, but I think at least one of them does. I'm not saying both, but both could. But I think one of the two, one of Jacobs or Adams, is going to get banged up. And when the Raiders have two or three or four wins by week 10, 11, 12, and if Jacobs or Adams is hurt, they're not going to come back. They're just going to be day to day. And it's going to turn into a week. It's going to turn into two weeks. It's going to turn into three weeks. Maybe they show up in week 17, something like that. Or maybe they pack it in. Much like Cooper Cup and Lamar, who both were were needing to sit out because they were both injured. But remember the feel of that? Is Lamar coming back? Is Lamar going to play? He's got the PCL. And he's just packing it in to protect himself for his long-term contract. Which was understandable in Lamar's situation. And quite frankly, it's going to be understandable when Josh Jacobs does it, or Devontae Adams, or both of them do it. Because Adams is going to put the team on his back constantly and try and drive this team forward, and and Devontae Adams is going to get injured trying to carry the team on his back. Jimmy Garoppolo's not a good quarterback. 
He throws hospital balls. He can't throw downfield. He's a first-read guy because he doesn't want to fumble or get hit or get injured. So there's no long plays downfield. There's no streaks or 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 any sort of like 15, 20-yard design play for Devontae Adams to just run downfield constantly, constantly like he did with Aaron Rodgers, like he did with Derek Carr. This is a deep ball guy. This is a guy that's going to get you that 40-yard touchdown grab in Devontae Adams, and he's never going to see those passes. He's already injured because Jimmy Garoppolo is tossing up hospital balls. And every Niner fan knows this is true because Niner fans would get so mad when I'd say this. Every Niner fan in here now and every Niner fan that's in the comments will put a laughing emoji, not because Adams got hurt, but because the, thank God they don't have to deal with this anymore. That's what Adams does. I know my Raider fans don't want to hear it. It's it's really it's really sad that Adams owners and Jacobs owners and Raiders fans gotta endure this. I, I have a lot of uh sympathy for all of my Raider and uh Raider fans and borough owners and or borough owners, Jacobs owners and Adams owners. Uh, I just feel bad for him. I feel really bad for him. This is that that boy. Thank you, uh, X twenty. Thank you, Runner Boy. Thank you, B Men. Thank you. Uh, Dallas Sports says, "Tell him, Smitty, Adam stock to zero. I don't know about that, but I definitely would try and trade him. Uh, Caden says, "Jimmy trying to kill his new team." I mean, that's the way. If I mean, he, he's not trying to do it on purpose. This is just how he is. This is just how he plays. Javante, I do think the ambulance thing, the ambulance thing could be true. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure. It's just speculation. I think he might work for the ambulance companies. I, I don't know. Javante Williams is ahead of schedule. What round should he draft him? Five. Definitely in round five. He's a round five guy now. He's a round five guy. There's talk about him being and looking 100%. He's not going to be 100, 100%, but he's as close to 100% as he can get, and he's an absolute uh, uh, steal in some sense in the fifth you know round territory we got a 20 dollar hauler from from colt dropping a missile on the show right here alert super chat alert alert uh thank you colt for the 20 dollar hauler you you monster Finally made it to a live stream. Been loving your content. Are you a are you favorite final two? Let's see. Loving your content. What are you you you? What are you favorite final two round gamble pickups? What are my favorite final two round gamble pickups? <laughs> was Tank Dell? Was Tank Dell? This guy right here, Tank Dell. This guy right here, Tank Dell, his he is an absolute steal still. I'm doing several best ball drafts, and a lot of people just aren't moving him up yet. I do think he'll climb into like the 10 round range uh, eventually at least, but I'm still getting him in 13, 14. I'm taking him a little bit early. I've got so many drafts where I'm on the clock. I have like 15 drafts right now where I'm on the clock. I have about 60 drafts on my underdog list that are constantly, you know, I'm on the clock, I'm not on the clock. And I'm taking him at every one of them a little bit early. But Tank Dell, he's your lifeline. He's your lifeline. Right now you're drafting him as a 14th, 13th, 15th round pick 
but he's the guy that comes in when you when you have an injury and your your wide receiver threes down. Who do you call? When you have bye week, bye mageddon, and a bunch of buys, and you need somebody, you need a wide receiver three or two. Who do you call? This guy is your lifeline. He's like an extra life. He's an extra life. Tank Dell is is an absolute gem. When you're sitting there in week four and your wide receiver three is not doing what he's supposed to do, who do you call? That's right. That's right. So Colt, that would be one of my number one players to go get. Uh, I really like in deep leagues Michael Wilson, the, the rookie for the Arizona Cardinals, but that could be more of a dynasty player, a 2024 play. Tough to know. I, I like uh, I like players like Deuce Vaughn. Um, those are all very, very good ones. We got another $20 hauler from Michael K. CPA. Michael K. CPA, one of the, actually, I think the only follower here that has his own music that we have and I, I gotta find it real quickly Michael K CPA here we go he's Michael K CPA when you've got the bills to pay Michael K CPA he is here to stay I love Michael K CPA alert super chat alert Michael K. CPA saving the day here. He says, Ramondre Stevenson or Jameer Gibbs with the third pick. I'm going Gibbs. I'm going Gibbs. I don't blame you for liking Ramondre. I don't mind that. There are a lot of people. There, there was one guy in the in the chat the other, uh, yesterday that put like seven crying emojis and said, Gibbs over Stevenson over blah, 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 over blah, blah, blah. I can't believe you like Gibbs that much, Smitty. You're watching this channel. I'm not watching yours. So, you know, it is what it is. This is how I roll. This ain't cookie cutterville, bro. This is bull predictionsville. And this isn't throwing mud at the wall. This is a proven product here at the Fantasy Football Show. It's how Dad did it. It's how America does it. And so far, it's worked out pretty well. So why don't you buckle up, all you Gibbs haters out there, because there's still a lot of you. And get ready for a top 5 to 10 running back. Because Gibbs is a top 5 to 10 running back. And there's actually science behind it. But the continuum of the gigawatt component structure of Jameer Gibbs's workload divide has a megawatt offload that if you compartmentalize the component conjunction timekeeper and you flux capacitor out the continuum component megabolt, things just end up happening. And that's why Jameer Gibbs is a top 5 to 10 running back instead of top 6 to 10. Uh, he likes he likes Gibbs over Ramondre. It doesn't make any sense. You know, you can like whoever you want. And there might be some of you that do like Ramondre over Gibbs, and that's okay. The problem I have is when someone thinks it's it's actually a funny thing. <laughs> that's that's when you and I are gonna have a beef, young man. Is when I'm okay with your your take. You're not okay with mine, you're gonna get called out. 
Plain and simple. Plain and simple. You do you, we'll do us, and we'll, we'll, we'll meet in the middle. We'll see who's got the, the bigger stick. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'd rather have Harris over uh, uh, Rambo, says um, Christmas. I mean, I don't, I don't, I look, I don't blame anybody for, for feeling differently. Smitty, have you spoke about Pickett and Pickens? Um, I love Pickett and Pickens, bro. I haven't, I haven't spoke about them yet at all. We've been talking about Jordan Love. We've been going over that whole situation. Um, we also have this Atlanta Falcons and Miami Dolphin game right here. We got a lot that we need to cover. Um, there's not a lot of players to talk about yet as this preseason, you know what I'm saying? But there's there's a whole lot of uh, amazingness to, to break down. But I, I'm excited, man. Football is back. It feels so good. We're still a little ways away, but I mean, pick it to Pickens. Let's roll. Let's roll. Pick it to Pickens. Let's do this, okay? Pickens is going to be quite arguably that one wide receiver um, and let me pull up the scores in the box scores. One second. Let me just get it up here. Hold on. Hold on. Where? Why? Why is NFL.com having such a problem? Why is it having such a problem? Scores. Let me plug. I can plug on my phone here too. Box score. Can I get the box score, please? Stats. There we go. Pickett, 6 of 7. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. Let me see if I can put my phone on screen. Pickett. Pickett, 6 of 7, 70 yards and a touchdown. George Pickens, one catch, 33 yards and a touchdown. I don't know about you guys, but the Moon Men list is coming in hot. The Moon Men, dropping loads in outer space. What do you got here? Looky here, reindeer. Tank Dell, Space looking pretty good. Christian Watson, I'm telling you, just wait. Just wait. George freaking Pickens season, baby. Phone lines are open. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Brought to you by Mark Cleveland and TMT. This is presented by Until Somebody Knocks These Two Individuals Off in August. September will start over. Uh, phone line is presented by Mark Cleveland and TMT until we get bigger August Super Chatters. I know we've had a higher than $50 Super Chat. I just don't remember who it was. So whoever knocks off Mark Cleveland gets that spot. I don't think anybody, prove me wrong, is going to knock TMT off this month. But we start we reset every month. Phone lines, go ahead and, and try and uh, try and knock one of those bad boys off. All right, let's, let's go to Maddie. Maddie, you're live. Maddie, what do you want to talk about, bro? You want to talk about Pickens catching a touchdown on, on one catch, 33 yards? You want to talk about Jordan Love looking fantastic? You want to talk about Tank Dell, another player? I mean, I'm feeling really good right now about what we're talking about all offseason long. I mean, it's feel it feels like it's really, really 
fun. I'm having a good time. Well, uh, I mean, I, I like Tank Dell a lot. Um, I also really like, you know, uh, you know, Jordan Love and the Packers. I'm a Packers fan myself. Bro, they look really good. They look really good. Yeah, I want. I wanted to watch the game, but I couldn't. Uh, I don't know. It said it just wouldn't let me. I don't know why. I'm sorry, but dude. yeah. Um, let's look at these books real quick and see if there's any Buccaneers. So Baker was pretty smooth. He was eight of nine, 63 yards and a touchdown. His touchdown pass was to Palmer. Um, but this is preseason, and, and even with Jordan Love, even with those guys, you have to be careful not to take too much of it. You know, you got to take it with a grain of salt. But again, my my whole thinking is when you have stuff kind of amplify what you're already sure. thinking, that's when you feel really good about it. So if you felt good about Baker Mayfield, then Baker Mayfield's game can mean something. To me, I didn't feel good about him, so his solid game doesn't necessarily mean anything. That's the way it should work for you. It doesn't mean that my assessment's right, but it's the way you should use the data. Because no one should be saying, I don't like Baker, but he goes out and has 63 yards and a touchdown, and not, now all of a sudden you like him. That is the, the wrong way to use preseason data. That's also the wrong way to use combine data and 40 times and things like that. When you feel something and the data supports it, it's, it's like a, an additive and it should help you feel confident about your bolder take that you already feel is on the table. But yeah, I mean, bro, I, I look. I think the Green Bay Packers are going to make a real push for for a playoff, you know, berth really, because you know it wouldn't be crazy if three of these teams, you know, tried to make a playoff push and two of them make it in. I mean, obviously one of them is going to win the division and be in the playoffs, and I think the other one, whether it's Chicago, Detroit or Green Bay, or the Vikings. I mean, the Vikings could could be a playoff you know team as well. This is probably the deepest, even though they're not the best. Like, their top team, their top two teams may not be as good as three or four of their divisions in terms of, you know, how good the, the top dog is in the division. Like, I mean, the Bills and the Jets, and I mean, that's a tough division. Um, depending on how the, the, the West looks uh afc west i mean maybe there are a couple teams there but but this is like the deepest in terms of all four teams are playoff contending teams they really are i i truly believe that about the packers and jordan love i think they're a playoff contending team only two yeah i think the i think the packers yeah they have a chance i think they have a chance to make playoffs but i think the lions will win the division yeah well lions should win the division but i think the bears are going to really really turn heads and make people go wow i did not expect this to be a two-headed race i do believe the lions and the and the bears are the top dogs for sure so do you like the the um the bears now just because they got dj moore I like the Bears because Fields is one year more mature. They're building from the trenches. They addressed the offensive line. They brought in DJ Moore. Uh, the receivers are the other receivers like Mooney will be healthy. It's not just one move. They've been mo they've been making moves all offseason, and there's a reason that some people are on board Fields, the Fields train, and there's a lot of people that aren't. But I I think I think that. I think that anybody that doesn't see Fields as a top one to five quarterback isn't paying attention. And it's fine. I mean, not everybody can see everything. But if you don't think he could be the number one overall quarterback in the National Football League, the MVP of the league, you aren't paying attention. That's just my opinion. 
Maybe you disagree with me and, and you take a great offense to that because you're one of those people, and I'm sorry about that. I can only tell you my, my truth and speak my mind. But I think that people that think Fields can't be the league MVP this year, and there's a reason why his the odds of it are in, increasing tremendously in Vegas. There are so many major amount uh, increase in, in the Fields wins MVP bet. There's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. Not everybody wants to pay attention to it. Not everybody wants to see it. It is what it is. This is the same thing, same song and dance last year with the Eagles, bro. And and everybody that was on the Eagles hate train, where are they at now? Have you heard one person besides Ron Navy call in here and admit the doubt they had for the Eagles and for Jalen Hurts? I haven't had one person, one person call in and say you were right about that or I was wrong about that. Not one do you know how many Eagles haters we add in here on the daily? Do you know how many Jalen Hurts haters we had we add in here on the daily? Whenever I did a Jalen Hurts video, nothing but 50% belief, 50% doubt. Now one person circle back. Wow. So like I, I, this is just par for the course. Everyone's gonna pretend they were on the field train. It's ridiculous. It's every I year, mean, like every year. I like Justin Fields, but I think the only concern I have is that um, I just think he might get hurt. I don't know why. Well, I mean, he's a running quarterback. He did get hurt last year. Name a quarterback in the top five or six that wasn't hurt last year. I dare you. Uh, I don't know. Yep. I think they were all hurt. Yep, that's the answer. All of them. All of them were hurt. All of them, bro. Uh, you know, even if it was the beginning of the year, you know, it, 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 all of them were hurt. But I, you know, I look running is running is definitely a, 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 an added concern. But all the quarterbacks pretty much run too. You know, Joe doesn't run as much, but now he's got that calf concern that he walks in with, which I think is not a big deal. But people are going to have that concern. Mahomes had the injury. Mahomes has also had the patellar tendon dislocation as well. So Mahomes isn't like immune to injuries when he's running or injuries that affect his legs. He had the ankle last year. Played very well on it. But he had the patellar tendon dislocation. Um, or the patellar, the patellar dislocation. And, um, you know, uh, the UCL for Josh Allen. You, ha you had the... the the injury to Fields. You had the injury to Jalen Hurts' shoulder. You had Herbert with the cracked ribs. I mean, everybody. Everybody was injured. So, I don't know. I, I think Fields is young enough to where I'm not concerned about injury for him right now. Lamar had the MCL. And his MCL was almost so torn that he needed surgery. So, you tell me how that's 100% right now. I don't know how the hell it is. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I don't think his, his, his PCL is ever going to be as tight as it was because he literally almost needed surgery and if you look at a, a knee model on the on the on the in the middle of the knee your ACL and your PCL cross and the only reason you would need to have surgery is if it was so stretched out that it wouldn't ever have the the tightness again or it ripped it snapped so for him to be so borderline he was seeking opinions on it and he decided to elect to not have the surgery that tells you what? That it probably was stretched out. Didn't snap, but it was stretched out. So he's got more of a risk running the football than Fields does by, by a country mile. Whatever I, happened to um, whatever happened on uh, Fields' 
Didn't he hurt his ribs or shoulder or something? Yeah, I mean, he's he's deemed 100% right now from everything that I see, but you never know. I mean, a lot of stuff's held back from us. We we heard as a fan base and as a fantasy football community and as a news community that, that Najee Harris had a Liz Frank injury after it was gone and over. You know, it's like, we aren't told crap anymore, bro. We have to read between the lines. And, and sometimes that's me saying, okay, guys, I don't have the information I used to have I because the teams are withholding it. Like, how in the hell do we not know that Najee Harris has a Liz Frank injury until it's already, like, not, a, not, a, not really an issue anymore? That's garbage. That is garbage. So what do we got to do? We have to do more preemptive injury consideration in our rankings and analysis. And that goes for Lamar's PCL. That goes for Devontae Adams catching hospital balls. That goes for Josh Jacobs having close to 400 touches and technically in a a form of a holdout, which means he's not in football shape, even if he is in great shape. And that leads to risk of injury. We've got to do our best and do our homework the best way we can in order to... Um, in order to, you know, figure out how to stave off injury the best we can. Yeah. Um, oh, I had a, I had a, oh. oh, I was going to say, Avin says, Minnesota runs the north. Please stop, Smitty. Here's what I think of that. Take a you stop, pal. You stop. Um, what, would you, hold on, hold on one second. Let me go over to. Who am I talking to, by the way? Mart, Maddie, Maddie, hang tight, real quick. Let me go over to Bama, real quick. Bama. Then I'm going to go to Rob. Then I'm going to go to the Cub. So, Bama, you're live. What's going on, Smitty? I uh, I got a couple questions. The first Bijan. one, man, are you a minister? Am I what? Are you a minister? Because you're preaching, man. Uh, you know, sometimes See? I wonder. Sometimes I wonder if I've created a fantasy football religion. And, uh, and, and, you know, if you were up here right now, I think I'd push on your, your head and you'd fall back and you say, you say, take down, take down, <laughs> uh, that boy, I would hey. take Bijan over Gibbs and, and Quentin Johnson. Quentin Johnson doesn't move the needle. I love both these guys, but Bijan, bro. Thank you for the super chat. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bama. You have time to rate my team. Look uh, at it. Let's do it. All right. We're going to go. Uh, my first pick was Jamar Chase. Uh, let's see here. Kill, kill, killing the vibes here, Bama. You're killing the vibes here, Bama. We're on a roll. The church so, went silent. Uh, the reason I, I done this, I, I took Swift kind of late, but I remember me, you, and uh, Ron Navy was arguing, and I, I got to the draft, and I was like, you know what? Smitty talked me into taking because I was scared of his uh, – of his health and everything, but All right, hit me with, uh, hit I went ahead and took anyway. Chase, yeah, it's not pulling up. Uh, All right, hang tight, Bama. Get it collected. Get get together, Bama. Bama take a Bama take a little mini lap. Take a mini lap, okay? Let's go over. Hold on, hang tight, Bama. Go, Rob from Indy. Rob, you're up. Rob, hello. Rob, hello. Okay, Rob, take a lap. We're we're running an operation here, people. We're running an operation. We can't Mickey Mouse around. Uh, uh, the Cub, are you ready? The Cub, are you ready to step up? 
I'm right here. Okay. Hey, I, I had a question. I, I wonder if you uh, you heard about like that that report about the Eagles running back yesterday about um, how each ones are taking snaps and their their roles have been so far in practice. Like, which one you kind of after reading that, like, who you really like feeling like your favorite running back out of that? Uh, I I have no faith in um, I have no faith in Penny staying healthy. Um. I'm only drafting Swift. I, I like Kenny Gainwell at like cost. If you can get him at the end of your draft, he's definitely going to be rotating in. Uh, Gainwell's kind of exciting, but Swift is a lot like Gibbs. I almost don't care or give two craps about what's going on in the running back room. I want Swift out there like Gibbs is going to be out there for the Detroit Lions. That that's the way he's going to be used. In some respects, not to the degree Gibbs is going to be used. Gibbs is a top five to ten running back. Swift is a guy you hope at times can play like a top twelve, top eight to twelve running back, and he certainly could. But Gibbs is a top five running back to me. Swift is going to be utilized as a wide receiver. You have a lot of people that will say things like "Smitty, they don't throw their wide receivers." Good, good. You you avoid Swift. We're hearing they're throwing to him like crazy. Keith, thank you for subscribing to the channel. They're throwing to him like crazy, bro. And he's going to play wide receiver more than he's playing running back. So I'm not concerned. I don't need to own Swift as an RB. Swift is a weapon. Gainwell is the RB I probably own. I don't trust anybody else. That's kind of my take on that. And and appreciate that. Hang tight real quick. I'm going to come back to you. Runner Boy says, rank him. Alave, Devontae, Smith, Adams. Give me Alave, Smith, and then a space, and then Adams, because I don't, again, I'm just not drafting him unless he fell to the craziest territory. And guess what? I'm drafting him to trade him. That boy, I take Bijan again um, over him. And Bijan, I don't know if you're spelling that that way on purpose, but I appreciate you very, very, very much, that boy. Go get Bijan. Bijan. Kittle has the easiest strength of schedule. For tight ends, does that push him up a spot or two for you? Uh, not really, because I feel like the Niners. No offense, TM, if you're a Niner, I think you're a Niner fan. I'm just not feeling that this is gonna work out at the quarterback position. I could be wrong, but it's just a mess, man. Shanahan is an absolute quarterback mess. He is such a good scheme guy, but he steps in his own crap all the time, and I just feel like he. Purdy's looked very sketchy this offseason so far. Granted, he's coming back from a, a UCL repair. so But he's coming back from a UCL repair regardless. And on top of that, I mean, I just feel like I, I feel like Shanahan's... I can't trust him. I can't trust him at all. I can't trust to doubt him, and I can't trust to believe in him. And what I mean by that is... I could come out and say I think he's going to do bad and then he proves me wrong. Therefore, I can't even trust that. <laughs> like, he's so hard to go near because no matter what I say or do, he's going to disappoint me one way or the other. I like Debo. I do. I draft McCaffrey in spots. But other than that, I find myself not drafting Ayuk because I just don't trust the consistency. He's running crispy routes. They say he can't even be covered in a phone book. I get all that. But what's the divide in in tossing the ball all around? I still feel like Purdy 
has so much to prove and he kind of got figured out at the end of the season, much like Tua did. I know a lot of people think Tua is going to just go on a tear this year, but Tua was actually very, he was borderline going bad by the end of the season, when he or by the end of his season before he got injured. He was a much different quarterback at the onset of his season and then the second half of his games played, he was tailing off, he was getting figured out. And maybe that's, that changes. Maybe he gets back into a groove. Maybe it was the play calling that defense has figured out, not so much Tua. But I feel the same thing about Purdy. I think defense was, were starting to figure him out. He's been throwing daily interceptions in camp and in, in scrimmages. And I'm just not sure what to make of Kittle in that entire pass-catching uh, room. Uh, thank you, TM, for the super chat. Appreciate you. Thank you, that boy. And Paul dropping the, the final super chat for the moment. How do you determine success for Moon and Mars, Ben? It's all case by case and gut, bro. Gut mixed with stats, of course. Mixed with data. Mixed with all kinds of amazing information. Did somebody drop? Somebody drop get 10 gifted memberships. It was Paul dropping 10 gifted memberships. To the moon. Paul, appreciate you, young man. Paul, appreciate you dropping those 10 gifted memberships, my guy. Um, it, Paul, it's it's case by case every time. There's no for, there's no exact formula that carries over. Who's making all that noise on the phone? It sounds like you're chewing Jolly Ranchers or something. What's going on? Who is that? It's like... Who is that? Let's go back over to Bama. Bama, you're live. Hang on, Cub. Uh, Mark Chase, uh, St. Brown. Gills, Madison, Fields, London, Swift, Dotson, Charbonnet, Cokemit, Gibson, and Algier. Okay, let me see if I, let me see if I have the majority of this right. Chase, St. Brown, Swift, Gibbs, Fields, Madison, Dotson. Anybody else big that I missed? Uh, Gibbs, London, Swift, Dotson. London. Yeah. Uh, London. Go commit, Charbonnet. Okay, Sharbs. And commit. Okay, so this is your squad. I mean, obviously you got you got probably one of the best wide receiver rooms in terms of a duo than anybody. You got Fields on top of that. You got Gibby on top of that. Uh, London's fantastic. Um, Swift, I, I think, is crafty in the right placing of a team like this. Dotson, I like a lot. Charbonnet. Part of me wonders if you could get rid of Madison... And, I mean, honestly, I love Dotson, but part of me wonders if he could get in a Walker somehow to pair with Sharps. But I would try my best. I mean, Walker and Sharps were not very far apart, I bet, in the draft. Because Madison is going way higher than I think he should go. I'm not a huge believer in Madison. I, I like him. He's always been on my sleeper list, and I've always loved him. But I'm just feeling fool's gold about him right now. And how far apart were these two guys in the draft? Walker went in the fourth, uh, about three picks before Madison. You took Madison in the fifth? Uh, in the fourth. Wow, you took him in the fourth. That's so high, man. That's the only misstep you had, in my opinion. I could be wrong on that, but that's that's not, that's way too high. I don't even like him at five. Like, if he fell to six, I'd take him. But I just think there's there's upside for sure. But fourth round, uh, um. Well, that's the difference. I was having to grab running backs because they the running backs were going like crazy in that round, and I had to grab somebody to, to kind of hold me down. Well, that's where you're you're drafting a position and not a player, though. 
That's what, you know what I mean? Any missteps you ever have, they're almost always tied back to your drafting a position. You're not drafting the best player available. You're drafting a position, which I, I get, and you can get thrown into a, a tough situation. Um, You know, so I, I understand it. But, you know, it, it, it is it is tough. It's a tough spot. I would I would say I would try I'd try and use that fourth round value. Maybe somebody's gonna look at where you took them and they end up uh they end up, you know, trading and buying buying high. I don't know. But I would I would definitely that's the only move that's the only move you need to make. Like if you can get rid of Madison, who I have down here, let me let me pull it up because you can't even see him. If you get rid of Madison and get a walker or get a Trying to think of another RB that would make a whole lot of sense. Let me look at a, a rankings list real quick and see if I can come up with something. But Madison and let's see, Madison and Dotson for Walker might work. Um, Travis Etienne. I don't know where he went. I almost like I honestly almost like Pacheco McKinnon better than I like Madison, or I do. I actually do. Yeah, I'd go after Walker if you can, man. But but if you love Madison, trust your gut. Don't listen to me. If that's your one guy that you want and you believe in, then trust your gut. But I I just that was high, bro. You still got such an amazing team for making that that draft selection to still get Fields to still get uh, Swift and Gibbs and London like and Dotson. You did you you crushed it. Your team's really really good. If you if you could focus on that one upgrade, you'll be set, man. That's a really good squad. All right, hang tight real quick. Um, Maddie, what else you got, Maddie? What's up, Maddie? What else you got? I was gonna I was gonna ask you about my uh, about my team. I just drafted it um yesterday on underdog. All right. It's in the in the week. So I got Joe Burrow, Eric Carr, Sam Howell, Gibbs. Walker, Javante, Pacheco, Charbonnet, Ken Miller, Marches, Alave, Jason, Zay Jones, hold on, hold on Mingo. I, I don't have uh, I don't have automatic uh, uh, voice to text oh, connected sorry. here. Hold on. Uh, okay, Walker, Javante, Char. Uh, who was it? Gibbs, Walker, Char- Javante. Who else? Gibbs, Walker, Javante, Pacheco. Okay, who are your wide receivers? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jamar Chase, Alave, Jason, Jose Jones, uh, Mingo, and Tanko. And then tight end, I got Ingram and Luke Musgrove. That's good, bro. Gibbs, Walker, Javante, Burrow, Chase, Alave, Jason. I like it. You did a great job. That's definitely a team I would draft. I like it, man. I was thinking, like, I don't know my tight end, though. I had Ingram and Musgrove. What, what do you think about that? Um, I like it a lot. I think Ingram's very, very good. I like Musgrave a lot. Tonight, you know, he showed that he's going to be on the field right away. Uh, targets were being thrown his direction. He was very involved right away. That's all very, very good news. They're going to need him. They're going to throw him to the fire, similar to Watson getting thrown to the fire last year. So very, very much like him. You wouldn't want to use him right away. But you don't need to because Ingram's a top five potential tight end. Oh yeah, nice job. Uh, hang tight, real quick. Go back to uh, the Cub. The Cub. What else you got? 
kind of like with another tight end question because they're kind of like I'm hearing about like best ball, but like not to go so high on Kelsey right now because his price range is like. Who really, said that? Who? Whoa, 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 whoa. Really you're here, here, you're hearing that. You're hearing that. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's just, or I, I, ha, I think I have a lot of Kelsey because I already been drafting early, so I, I like I have a lot of Kelsey. So like I'm kind of trying to like fade into another tight end. Okay, that's that's different than what you just said. That's different than what you just said. But 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 Kelsey is a phenomenal pick this year in the first round. Look, he could get hurt at any moment. He's an older player. I mean, it's definitely going to happen. So I get I guess that's the concern. But the one thing about Kelsey this year is, especially in like weeklies, if you're doing best ball weeklies. But the one thing about Kelsey this year is the the running back and wide receiver positions are so deep, you won't feel like you went early tight end in your draft like you would have in years past because like last year for example anybody that drafted kelsey i could look at their team and go what did you do oh kelsey's in your team (laughs) you know that's why you look a little weak but this year you can't tell you're like you look at a team you're like good team you got kelsey too it's crazy bro yeah well it was it's just like uh, the the price where he's value at because now like this this season he's really like it really jumped up from last year and uh, I, I just, you know, like what I've been hearing, what I've been told so far, uh, you got Kelsey, but there was weeks where uh, Hawkinson put up 30 and uh, uh, Andrews outscored him. So you could kind of like sit back on those tight ends and draft like those those wide receivers that might actually bust for those, those 25 or 30 or that running back, you know, rather than drafting really high on that Kelsey. I feel like... So I mean, I'm not saying I. I, I, have I hear you, bro. Bro, it's, pre- it's preference. Is yeah. what you're, it's preference. It's preference. There's no. I mean, we all we all know we all know the backs. We all know we all know how it works. You know, you draft Kelsey, you yeah, got the yeah. tight end so, advantage. You don't draft Kelsey, you try and land the breakout tight end, and then get the wide receiver. I mean, you don't have to explain it. We got it. We got yeah, it. Yeah. All right. Tell me what your what your question but was. What? So my question was okay. So which like your real tight end that you would really like after like that 10th round. Cause I know that's like kind of like the range of like, um, um, Oh, you know, let the, me, uh, you on. know, the answer to this, you know, uh, you know, the answer to this, you know, the answer to this, don't you? I mean, you watch the show a lot. The, the King Cade. I know you like the King Cade. I know you like the King Cade in the, the Conquo in the, in the 11. There it is. Yeah. I know you like, I, li- I yeah. like Cole Komet I as well. I like Cole Komet as well. I mean, yeah. there, there's there's a handful of, of tight end options that you could grab. Uh, looking at the underdog rankings, the ADP rankings, I could tell you that yeah. once once I get outside, like let's say the top ten for tight ends, uh, we'll say one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So we'll call Pat Fryermuth, and Joku, Ingram, Goddard, Waller, Pitts, Kittle, Hawkinson, Andrews, Kelsey, like, all. And Irv Smith too, like it's just like waiting on to like those later rounds. I, it's just like I mean, getting a little bit. Like you're you're getting with Irv Smith. You're getting a much watered down version of Kelsey than you think. You, like your argument of I'd rather go for a breakout tight end and then get those running backs and wide receivers. You, you so yeah. Irv Smith's not going to be the guy you think he's going to be in terms of like that that blow up player. Ingram is the one that yeah, can like, do that. Goddard's the one that could do that. Kincaid and Okonkwo together, I think, can do that. Higby's interesting. Higby I like a lot because there's a lot of targets to go around. Cole Komet could be that guy. Laporta could potentially be in in combination with another guy. Those are the guys. Irv Smith's okay. 
Irv Smith's okay. I don't mind Irv Smith, but he's not he's not going to be yeah. the guy that makes you show everybody that the late tight end drafting, you know, is going to be <laughs> like Irv Smith. He's okay. He's okay. It's those other guys. Like, okay. you know, you want a guy that's outside the top 10 that could be a top five tight end. And I think all the guys so I like, named, there's a more potential in those that bad. grouping. But, uh, so it's like Kincaid past the 10th is like perfect for you? Yeah, I mean, I'm drafting Kincaid, Conquo, and Cole Komet, sometimes all three of them in a best ball draft. And I'm just like, you know, yeah. let Kincaid I'll, simmer I'll, for a I while. In the... got... Yeah, and I don't have a lot of Cole Komet, and I'm kind of like starting to pay attention a little bit more to that because I know he got paid this season, so I think he's, you know, going to hit some numbers this season. So I, I'm that's one pattern I'm kind of looking out for. I'm, I know he gets the last – I think in my last draft he was uh, round 12, so I'm – yeah, that's one person I'm kind of keeping my eye on. Hang tight, real quick. Six four six four seven area code. Who's this and where are you calling from? Hey, what's up, Smitty? This is Key Woods calling from Canada. This is Key Woods. Key Woods. Key Woods. Key Woods from Canada. What's up, my guy? What's up, man? What can I do I for you? I had a quick question. Yes, sir. I'm in a super flex 10 man league and I have pick number six. Mm -hmm. And in this league, usually, I guess, because it's a super flex, the top five picks are usually quarterbacks as they should be JJ in the mix. Okay. As they should be. Yeah. I'm wondering from pick six, if, if Burrow falls, do I take Burrow or should I take a gamble on fields? Uh, I love both of them. Is it six points per touchdown pass? It is uh, four, a six for rushing, four for passing. Okay, so they're about even to me. They're, and I and I say that not because of any concern for Joe Burrow's calf. I I've been a big proponent of both of these guys yeah. all off season long. That's why I have both of them in my best four picks of twenty twenty three fantasy football they're both in this these this video series which is on my home on the youtube homepage. there's a row with these four videos and these four videos alone because it's a series if you haven't watched these four videos go check them out but there's a reason both those guys are in there they're absolutely phenomenal four points per td pass puts it really even if it was six i would say go burrow burrow's running i showed i showed the the screenshot of the the tweet of him running on the yeah. field there's video of it i've seen the video he's not sprinting in the video like one report said but i don't need that I, I don't want that i don't want him sprinting and firing off that caveat but he's reportedly fine joe burrow's gonna have a big season fields is gonna have a big season you just need to trust your gut on this one because i love both of them and i want i want like 60 percent burrow 40 percent fields and and okay. late, lately I've gone so heavy burrow all off season. Lately I've been going sixty percent fields, forty percent burrow, just so I can capitalize on the the six round value that Joe Burrow's had lately because of the Cav. Also lay off a tiny bit of risk in case because you never know. But I was never worried about it as I've alluded to constantly. But I want more fields, and this gave me an excuse to say I'm still capitalizing on the Joe Burrow thing. I'm going to take forty percent, but I'm going to start laying down a whole lot of fields shares. In, on my yeah. rosters because I want Fields badly. <clears throat> I want him in a lot of leagues, and that, and that's made me maybe draft him a lot more in the last couple of weeks, and I love it because I'm loading up on the field shares. So, uh, very blessed indeed. Three month member Tank Dell gonna win me amazing money. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Very blessed indeed. 
Uh, anything else? Uh, am I talking to K Woods? What else you got? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. One more question. So, so let's say my sixth sixth pick on my first round, I take Burrow, and the second round, if if Bijan falls, do I take Bijan or should I take a wide receiver on the board? Let's say Diggs or, I mean, I would take Garrett Wilson there just because I know I won't get him. Amonra as well, but do I take Bijan or try, try and? Well, receiver. I mean, Bijan's my number three overall player in a one QB. So that should tell you that, yeah. you know, if, if if JJ and Chase are gone and you're getting back to non-quarterback drafting, I'm taking Bijan. Take Bijan. That's me. That's what I'm doing. All right, hang tight, K. Woods. You can stay on the line if you want. Let me yeah. go back over to Bama. Bama, what else you got? And the yeah, phone yeah. lines are open if anybody wants to dial in. Bama, go ahead. Bama? Hello? Yeah, I, I was on mute. Oh, I'm sorry about what's that. What's up? I, just, um, I, I agree with the, the Fields uh, comment. I know we were talking a lot about Fields. I took him in the fifth. Uh, I just think he's got a lot of upside. And between him and Burrow, I was wanting Burrow, but he went ahead a little bit ahead of Fields. So, I mean, you, you can't go wrong with Fields. I, I don't know where, where everybody's talk, talking about, but I'm just on the field strength. Yeah, you can't you can't go wrong with either one of them. They're both absolute, you know, top one to six potential quarterbacks. And uh, you know, I I don't think there's there's it's a really hard argument to make, you know, that that one crushes the other or something like that. They're both absolutely phenomenal. They're both phenomenal. They're both phenomenal, and both of them could be not at the same time, obviously, unless they tie. But both of them could be the number one quarterback in fantasy football. And both of them could be the NFL MVP. And the fact that people think it's a joke to say that Fields could be the, the MVP of the league, that makes me laugh. That makes me laugh. I love that people think that's that's crazy. I think it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to think that a player can't do what Justin uh, or Jalen Hurts just did. Because guess what? We said he would do it. He did do it. And all the people that cried and complained about it aren't anywhere to be found now. Just like all the Fields haters that say, oh, MVP, they win their division. It's not going to be easy to win their division. The Lions are probably the favorites, and I, they're probably my favorites by a hair. But the, 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 the Bears could win the division, and Fields could be the league MVP. All it's going to take is four games of Fields dominating four straight opponents, and then we'll see what people say. We'll see how everybody can change tunes very quickly. And I, just people just need to wait and be patient with Fields. I mean, it's going to happen right away, but I just mean wait until the season starts. But a lot of people just want to hate on him. A lot of it is the psychology we talk about here in fantasy football. The doubling down. So many people have said Fields wouldn't make it. He wouldn't be good. He'd be garbage. How's that work? You know, it's the same thing with, with Hurts. It's a doubling down. It's a doubling down, and it's crazy. It's madness. It's ridiculous. It's not smart way to to look at things. You know that that oh, I I didn't like him, so I'm gonna continue to say I don't like him. I'm gonna I don't want to be wrong. If I don't if he ends up being good this year, that means last year I was wrong. That's what people do. It's so weird, and people even do it on the flip side too. Deontay Johnson, how bad could he have been last year? You know, in terms of zero touchdowns, um, brick hands. 
and everybody just wants him to, to, to return to where they thought he could go so they aren't wrong about it. And the same thing with Michael Pittman. So many people are going to double down on Pittman again this year because they said such they had such lofty expectations for him last, last year. And I'm not saying he can't be good, but people were drafting Pittman in the third round. It was, it was, it was making me vomit. I just didn't understand it. I didn't understand Deontay and Pittman going in round three. Sometimes, occasionally, one of them would go in two last year. And I think people are doubling down because they, they want last year to be correct. They want their analysis to be correct from last year. It's it's understandable, but you gotta you gotta eventually look at it and say this is bad. It's a bad way to approach fantasy football. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you one more thing, buddy. Of mine, he was uh, uh he picked up uh, J.K. Dobbins, and I, I tried to tell him. I, I said I said you got to go to the fantasy football show, listen to Smitty. I said, why in the world did you take up J.K. Dobbins? I'm like, the dude's going to get hurt with him, like you talked about several times. I mean, when, when they hold out, he's already injury risk as it is, and then he's just going to set out. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be hurt maybe by week four. Yeah, he's supposedly hurt now. We don't know if he's holding in or if he's really hurt. I do believe he probably isn't you know, 100% healthy for whatever reason. But on top of that, like you just said, like I've said a ton, when you're an injury-prone player – when you're coming off of an ACL recovered season, this is his first season last year, and he looked very bad at the beginning. He finally got on track, finally looked pretty good. It's still a process to continue to carry that in. I mean, you have an ACL tear, I can tell you from experience. It's not like you're just back to, to form. You have to really work at it to keep it there too because your your knee is still not the a hundred percent the way it was, you know, so you have to make sure your quad strengths there, your your everything. You know, you gotta make sure your 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 agility's there. There's a lot of like when you're doing coming back from an ACL tear, you, there's a lot of band work. There's a lot of like twisting. You're on one of those like balance ball things. Uh, it's like a half circle and you stand on the platform and it's got that rubber on the bottom and you're balancing. You're getting that knee to turn. You've had meniscus damage. And so you're getting that knee to, to, to respond. And I don't know what he's doing right now. Maybe he's going to rehab every single day. Maybe he's making sure that it's not going to return. ETN, when his rehab was over, you know what he said he did? He continued it. He said once he was done with rehab, he said, I want to do rehab every single day, all day, all year. Or not all day, but but he wanted to do every day for the rest of the season. All the way through the season, he said he did his rehab because he didn't he wanted to stay ahead of the foot injury. He didn't want it coming back, creeping back. And I just I, JK Dobbins is an injury prone guy coming off an ACL recovered season where he didn't look great until the very end. And then now he's just gonna sit out. He's gonna sit out. He wants a contract. When he hasn't even been healthy and playing, like what, is, what what right does he have to an extension? Just his mindset alone concerns me. And he's got a new system being learned by everybody, everybody else but him. He's got Todd Munkin installing a a pass heavy attack or pass heavier attack, and he's not there to learn it. Like how is this going to go well for him? The team doesn't really feel very good about him right now. Like it wouldn't surprise me if Gus the bus and I'm not like huge on him because I think he's an injury risk too. Wouldn't surprise me if he had 50% of the work from the jump, you know, and it's been a running back by committee there for a while. I know Munkin's different. It's a different like system essentially, but I don't know. Sometimes those things carry over in weird ways too, you know. All right, Bama, appreciate you, man. Uh, Don't forget we're drafting tonight. I'll see you later, pal.
Cheers, Brady. Have yeah. All right. Later, man. Uh, uh, Cub. Final thoughts. Final thoughts, and then uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably jump here in a, in a little bit. I'm gonna might take a couple other calls, but Cub, I'm gonna let you go. Anything else you want to add before I, I kick you off the line here? Yes. Word from the Raider Nation: Two practices, one back to back with the Super Bowl chant or Super Bowl aspiration 49ers. We got six interceptions in the practices, three from Brock Purdy. Bet on that defense and. Devontae Adams, an injury, ain't that bad. Uh, there was a report. Garoppolo <laughs> picked apart that offense, had a scoring uh, leading drive against the number one defense. They better sign Bosa because it ain't it. So we're from the Raider Nation. Let's go. Well, here, before you go, Cub, I just want to say, number one, Jimmy, let's give Jimmy his flowers for the moment. He did have an 11 for 11 drive on, on the Niners. He does know the Niners the Niners defense pretty well though. That like that was probably part of it too. But he he threw a hospital ball to your receiver Devontae Adams. And the whole the injury isn't that bad. The, that's the only li- you're repeating the line from the coach. That's the only thing you have. There's no update on it. We don't know how bad it is. He had to be helped off the field. And um we'll have to wait and see. But it didn't it sounded like a vague optimism that he's okay. It didn't sound like he's going to be fine. It was, it isn't that bad. <laughs> like that's not good, bro. I don't know. I, I appreciate you. And I'm, I'm hopeful for you. And, but... then, and then book it, book it. Josh Jacobs is going to be coming back. And, and Zeus had a, a big rushing TV run against the Niners. So whether whoever is in that backfield is the guy I'm telling you, man, our office alignment was ranked. Number 10th at the end of the season by PFF, and I'm telling you, it's only up from here because we brought everybody back. We'll so, see. We'll out. see, bro. Raider Nation. My, my, pre- my predict. What's your prediction for record wins and loss? Or just how many wins do you have? To be, to be real, to be real, um, I'm looking at a, a eight and nine, okay. maybe like a seven to be, to be real, but I know that's like at least the, it's not the ceiling and it's not the floor. It's just, what it all really comes down to is Jimmy just stays healthy, and if he doesn't stay healthy, then our division—I mean, our season is done. Yeah, and I don't think he will. I mean, that's the whole problem with Jimmy. He's never stayed healthy, and he's always been injured. And I don't know. But bro. I know AOC. AOC has been looking good in camp too. In Dynasty for Dynasty people, AOC has been looking really good, and because uh, I've seen. Uh, because I follow the Raiders and people, but even the 49ers beat writers were talking really good about AOC. So, um, just something to keep in mind, yeah. too. Well, I, w- I wish you luck, bro. I, I don't wish injury upon anybody, so I'm not hoping that, that yeah. anybody gets hurt for you. But Ad- uh, J- Jacob says to get in there because he's going to get hurt if he continues to not be there and play football. Because his body's not going to be able to just run right into it full steam. He's going to get injured. That's why holding out players always get hurt. And he's he's on the verge of where that's almost an inevitable thing for me. Um, close to 400 touches last year is also a huge red flag for injury for an RB. So he's got two two massive red flags just right there. But we'll see, pal. I, I'm rooting for you. I love you, man. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Later, uh, Cub. You have a good night. Later, Cub. Uh, rock out final fi- well final thoughts I give give you the floor real quick and then I'm jumping what's up rock out yeah Dotson looking good he just scored a touchdown yeah Dotson's a, a monster 
Uh, I think uh, Dotson's a. Let's see. Let me let me pull up the stat line on Dotson real quick. What, what's his stat line looking like? He's such a smooth operator. Yeah, two receptions. He's such a smooth operator. Uh, let's see. Let's look at the Giant stat line real quick too. Giant stats. Um, looks like there's nobody there. Yeah, Demir Gibbs six for nineteen, three point two a pop. I do want to see those carries. I didn't get a chance to see Demir Gibbs's carries though, and watch him run the football. He had one catch for eighteen yards though. <laughs> Demir Gibbs, one catch for eighteen yards. That's nice. That's gonna be nice. I haven't seen that highlight yet. Rock out anything else? Dotson to the moon. Yeah, and and it was like big pressure on the pro with a uh, Hal, and yeah. he got the touchdown. Hal's got a gun, bro. He's got a gun. Yep. All right, man. Appreciate you. Rock out. See you tonight. We'll draft. All right. All right. Later, man. See you. All right, guys. We'll draft tonight. The promo code is right here. Make sure you click the link right now. It's in the live chat. Thank you to all my people who dropped YouTube exclusive membership content. Very blessed indeed. Appreciate you for being a member so long. Wolf gifted 10 memberships. Wolf, appreciate you gifting 10 memberships. My super chatters of the night. We're going to be, again, drafting live tonight. Paul dropping a super chat. TMT dropping a super chat. Uh, thank you. That boy dropping a super chat. Runner boy dropping a, a super chat. Michael K. CPA with the $20 hauler. Appreciate that one. Colt with the $20 hauler. Appreciate Colt, my guy. KBB dropping a super chat. Dallas dropping a super chat. And... Then uh, Runner Boy with another one. That Boy with another one. K, or no, X20 with a super chat. And B-Men dropping the first super chat of the night. Appreciate you, B-Men, for doing that. You are an absolute monster. All of you are amazing. I can't thank you enough for helping this show grow. We're on the verge of 20K. So if anybody's watching right now, subscribe. We're on the verge of 20K. We'll be updating this board right here uh, as soon as we hit 20K. And we're, I'm talking about like days away from 20K. That's a nice number. Uh, very, very proud of that number. And I'm proud of you guys for spreading the word, even though it's difficult to tell people you like about the show, but you can always find somebody. You can find people at work that you don't really play in fantasy football leagues with and say, hey, you like the NFL? Watch this show. It's got a new show every day at 8 p.m. This is a this is a new show. This is a new show. We don't live draft or mock draft on the 8 p.m. show it's all about content news phone calls nfl players news nfl player predictions everything nfl it's not even necessarily all fantasy um so tell your friends tell everybody i will see you all tonight appreciate you go get what are we gonna get here go get go get justin fields Leave it on the fields. Just in time. Fields of dreams. Fields like making love. Outstanding in his fields. Fields so good. Fields general. My fields good. Uneven playing fields. Battlefields tested. Fields. Fields. He's for reals. Uh, uh. Dodson touchdown. Gibbs 18-yard reception. Uh, Pickens touchdown from Pickett. And, uh, you know, the list goes on and on. Tank Dell, touchdown catch. Uh, Christian Watson almost had a huge play. It was broken up, but a lot of targets, three targets on top of that. Uh, Jordan Love, touchdown to, Do to, to Dobbs. 
I mean, just Moon Men extraordinaires all over the place. So excited. Uh, part two of this video. Go go watch part one, the top five running backs part one about Bijan. Part two is being edited. I'm sorry I didn't have it up today. Part two is dropping either tonight or tomorrow. So watch part two. Get ready for part two. It's about Jameer Gibbs. And part three, four, and five are coming. See you later. 8 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. Appreciate every single one of you. I'll see you later. Thank you, Travis. Thank you, Scotty. Thank you, Nissan. Thank you, Ricky. Thank you, D, uh, D-Town. Doobie. Doobie Snacks, where you been? G- get in here more often. Petrified Woods, appreciate you. Knowledge, appreciate you. Blackbeard in the building. Blackbeard's my guy. Space Ricky's my guy. Carrie, appreciate my boy Carrie. YouTube exclusive member you. Look at that green name. Swaggy, appreciate you. I'll see you all later. 8 p.m. Eastern. We're live tonight. Hit the link. I'm dropping the link right now. Hit that link. Link's in the description. We're drafting tonight. See ya.